Hello, and welcome to the Global Trading Podcast. I'm Terry Flanagan, editor of Global Trading. Global Trading is the market's media group editorial platform. Today, our topic is post-trade matching and FIX. FIX, short for Financial Information Exchange, is a longstanding electronic communications protocol for real-time exchange of information related to securities markets and transactions. FIX is the de facto messaging standard for pre-trade and trade communication in global equity markets, and more recently has been expanding into the post-trade space to support straight-through processing. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by two industry experts, Matthew Nelson. Matthew is Vice President, Buy-Side Strategy and Business Development at Broadridge, and Ignatius John. Ignatius is a former president of Alpha Omega, which is now a Broadridge business. NIFIX Matching is a fixed-based post-trade solution jointly developed by Ativity and Alpha Omega. Hello, Matt. Hello. Thanks for being here. And hello, Ignatius. Hello, everyone. Great. Glad to have you both and uh, look forward to, to the conversation. But just as a, as a starter question, I'd like to hear a little more about both of you. So Ignatius, if, if I can start with you, if you can briefly describe your own career background and your current role and responsibilities, particularly as it relates to or in the context of post-trade matching and fix our, our podcast topic today. Sure, Terry. My name is Ignatius. I spent most of my career for 22 years with an asset management company called AXA Rosenberg, which was the quant division of AXA Investment Managers out of Europe. I was, uh, when I left AXA Rosenberg in 2010, I was the global head of trading strategy there. And in 2012, I started Alpha Omega with a primary focus of providing a fixed-based post-trade solution, and which is a product now called NIFIX Matching. We partnered with ITVT in 2016, which eventually got bought by Broadridge, and Alpha Omega got also acquired by Broadridge in August 2021. Okay, great. Thanks for that. Ignatius, Matt, if I hear a little bit about your uh, background, please. Sure. Yeah, thanks. Um, so I've been with Broadridge for about two years in the buy-side strategy role. Before I joined, I was with Omgeo and the Depository Trust and Clearing Corporation for about 12 years where I ran product and strategy for a while for the Omgeo product set, and then uh, was COO of the institutional trade processing business before I left uh, DTCC. And before that, I was an analyst with Tower Group covering buy-side finance, uh, financial technology, and spent some time at, at Tower Group and, and a few other uh, shops before that. So really the last 12, 15 years have been in the, in the, a lot of the, dealing with a lot of the post-trade, uh, primarily on the buy side. You know, the last few with Broadridge, we've got a broader product solution set in the front office, uh, middle and back as well. Great. Okay. Thanks, Matt. Okay. And jumping into the topic here, as I alluded to in the intro, FIX is best known as the standard for front office messaging. Now, how has this also evolved to be used for post-trade? Can you tell us a little bit more about this kind of long-term journey, Ignatius, please? Yes, Terry. Uh, so as everyone knows, as you mentioned, Terry, that 99.5% of the trades that go through, uh, orders and trades that go through the front office is all done through fix. And maybe around 2008 or so, the fixed community decided to expand that offering into the post-trade space basically trying to provide a true STP solution. So there was a consortium of buy-side firms that got together, put the specs together, and released what 
at that time was only for equity asset class, which was in 2012. And subsequently, asset, large asset managers started adopting this and started building out solutions. And they worked closely with the tier one brokers initially. Now the process has expanded where it is available to the industry worldwide. And there are a bunch of brokers who have now come on tier one, tier two, and some tier three brokers who are now able to provide a fixed post-trade solution. Now, the reason why this was something that the industry wanted was one was to provide a STP solution from trading platform to continue with the same protocol into the post-trade. Second was to be able to provide other solutions to the existing solutions that were out there in the industry. And they started off initially with equities because there was a lot of pain in that space. And people were, that, that seems to be the highest volume that has been traded. And eventually, as the equities started taking proper form in the post-trade space, then the industry started looking at expanding that. And the fixed, fixed community came together and started looking at other asset classes like fixed income, swaps, ETDs, which also was part of the futures and options piece, and FX. So those are the asset classes that FIX covers right now. But the most dominant one right now is the equity space. And this has taken time. It's been about 10, 11 years since the industry looked into this only for equities. And we have moved along. Okay. And and what has, well, you, you, you kind of mentioned this, but I'm wondering if you could maybe elaborate a little bit more. What has driven the expansion beyond equities? Is it just demand from market participants or has there, there been technology, technology advancements that have helped pave the way? That's a very good question, uh, Terry. Right now, if you look at it, uh, the market was quite fragmented by asset classes. You had different multiple vendors providing for different asset classes, which means an asset manager had to have multiple platforms running in their house to be able to communicate the post-trade, uh, the allocations and the uh, get-back confirmations from the brokers. And Fix could bring all this together and with a single platform, they could address all the multiple asset classes. And that is one of the big reasons why, and this would make it not only efficient, but also save a lot of money. And this is one of the big reasons why the industry started looking for Fix to be a platform to be able to provide this solution. Okay. And I was going to, if I could add to that, I think largely what you've seen is the post-trade following a path kind of lagging a bit behind the adoption and trading, right? So fixed yeah. equities, obviously you guys have covered that. It's it's well entrenched today. It's it's highly efficient. It's broadly used. So the network, the community of users is, is massive. And as we started to see the adoption in uh, fixed income, in foreign exchange, in futures and options start to increase as well, then firms really start to look for opportunities to leverage that investment that they're making in the front office and see how they can expand that downstream. So, you know, what's what you really get is this com- sort of combined um, benefits, as Ignatius was talking about, you're, you're, you know, you're looking to leverage a single system or fewer systems, as few as you can, to manage your post-trade. You're looking to gain efficiency by doing that, and you're looking to reduce costs, ultimately, you know, we're talking about, and, and, and Ignatius, I'm sure we'll go into this more, a lower cost solution by being able to leverage a lot of the fixed investment that's been made 
that you know firms can really gain some some significant benefits out of. Yeah, that's a very good uh, very good point, Matt. Uh, one thing which I must uh, let uh, you know. The reason I got into the space was when I was on the trading side, trading, everything was happening at almost at the speed of light. People are beginning to co-locate the servers within the exchanges so they do not m- miss out on a trade or on an opportunity. It was all milliseconds and nanoseconds. That it was that fast. And then once the trading was completed, everything came to a grinding halt. The process was very slow going forward from there. And that is where I felt that automation was definitely needed in that part of the the processing. And that's why I jumped into the space. Very unusual from a trading background to get into something like this. But I felt there was a need and I could do something and make a difference to the industry. Right. Uh, If we were to look uh, specifically, Matt, you mentioned futures and options, exchange traded derivatives. What, What are the major challenges with post-trade processing for ETDs and what are the challenges with today's technology solutions for that? Matt, you want to take a crack at that? You know, I'll, I'll let Ignatius talk about the, the challenges with the post-trade process. He's, he's really spent a, a, a tremendous amount of time digging into this and looking to solve that. I think when you look at the technology solutions, the biggest issue has really been the fact that Legacy solutions are not well suited to expand to multiple asset classes. You know, something that's, that's sort of purpose built for one asset class. And it could be starting at the simple end of the spectrum. So it could be equities, which are, which are relatively simple to, to match. The data fields aren't that complicated. And, you know, you try and t- then take that system and expand it. And suddenly you want to get into whether it's, you know, swaps, futures, options, you know, more complex products that have a lot more complex data fields, a lot more sort of inconsistency in the usage of those data fields, and maybe even changes to the workflow. You may bring in, you know, clearing brokers and and executing brokers in addition to sort of just a a straight sort of two-party match. The systems just don't don't translate well, and they haven't handled that that migration or that expansion uh, well. You can in the other way too, right? Something that's built for highly complex products doesn't necessarily simplify well. So I think what we've really seen is this challenge of of trying to expand. Whereas Fix is kind of ideally saluted because of its extensibility and its you know the expansion of the standard through the hard work of the industry and all the the working groups to to support multiple asset classes. It's sort of ideally suited to um, to fit that bill, right? So Alpha Omega and and what the team built was sort of ideally suited to then service multiple asset classes in a single platform. So I think, you know, we, we've seen that struggle in the existing technology firms that really, well, I think what Ignatius and the Alpha Omega team build is, is well-suited. But I'll, I'll let him add on, on on what some of the challenges are really around the futures and options in ETD trading. Yeah, Matt, you've actually brought out a very good point. Um, in the industry, there, there wasn't a, a, a automated solution available for futures options, ET, what we call in the industry ETDs. It was predominantly been uh, handled by the brokers only because the challenges are different from the equities. And a vendor, if he's just trying to expand the equity asset class processing, post-trade processing into futures and options, that is doomed for failure because it's a very different beast. The big challenges is that most of the exchanges that send out after an execution is done, you get it, get the data fill by fill. And so there isn't an average price. And so, of course, you've got to compute the average price. And the asset managers uh, pretty much let the brokers handle that. All that the uh, uh, asset managers did was 
passed along the allocations to the brokers. And the brokers did what they call a best fit algorithm based on what they felt was the best way to allocate the trades. And then they uh, cleared it, uh, they settled it uh, by clearing it through uh, the clearing houses. Now, on T1 or T2 is when the asset manager knows if there is a break, which was not at all an efficient process. So those were the challenges. And uh, of course, uh, since the brokers were handling it, if you dealt with five brokers, each broker had their own way of coming up with a best fit algorithm. And this would definitely cause issues for the compliance within the asset manager's company. The compliance and risk managers were not very happy about it. So they started bringing, the large asset managers started bringing this information and processing back in-house. That's basically, I'm talking about computing the average price and coming up with the best fit algorithm. Once that was done, they were able to send a trade to the executing broker. And then, of course, with futures options, uh, ETDs, they have the issue about an executing broker and what we call a clearing broker or what they call a give-up broker. So this process is something that FIX, as Matt mentioned earlier, FIX can handle this extremely well. And that is what we built out. We did not expand our equity processing. We actually built a totally a new process to be able to accommodate futures options and ETDs. And that, I think, is one of the biggest challenge because it's there are a lot more moving pieces within this asset class, which is what makes it more difficult to automate. Right, right. Okay. Now, Ignatius, as I mentioned at the top, you, you were the founder of NIFIX Matching, and which I gave a very bare-bones description of a fixed-based post-trade solution. But can you tell us a bit more? I, I know we've covered this somewhat already, but if you can uh, you know, go into a little more detail, what is NIFIX matching? And if you can possibly elaborate on how NIFIX matching supports ETDs post-trade processing. Yeah. So while I was on the trading side, when I was at Axel Rosenberg, I was very heavily plugged into the FIX community itself. I used to sit on some of the committees over there. And so I was quite keen in trying to see if FIX itself could provide other solutions. And then when we ex- expanded into NIFIX, in, into the post-trade space, that's I'm talking about FIX, that's when I thought I could build a solution for the industry, which provided the f- matching piece primarily focusing on all asset classes that FIX would support, providing the post-trade solution. And that's what what my goal was with NIFIX matching. We started off with equities in 2012, 2013. And then eventually in 2015, we started expanding into fixed income. And in 2016 and 17, we built out the futures options and ETD space. What NIFIX matching does is it basically takes the the block plus allocations from the asset manager. We normalize the data. We send it off to the brokers via fix. The brokers respond back to us via fix. They send us the confirms. We then match it against what we have from the asset manager, and we send the affirmations back to the brokers. That's what NIFIX matching does. It's essentially making sure that it complies with the regulations to make sure that before we go into settlement, the asset manager is going through the confirmation affirmation process with the broker so they could go ahead and settle the trades. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, if, if I could sort of cut to the chase here, if you will, Matt, if we could tie this back, what, what are the ultimately, I mean, we're talking about post-trade matching and fix. What are the benefits 
for the end users, for the say the Broadridge asset management current and future clients? What what are the real tangible benefits that that they see and have seen and will see from this? Yeah. So um, we recently completed kind of the first step. I would say is we recently completed a full system integration between our order order and portfolio management system, uh, which we call BIMS Broadridge Investment Management System and the NIFIX matching platform. So it's kind of the first area of, of benefit that, that we see. So that basically means full automation. You know, um, the client trades are sent uh, directly from the order management system over to NIFIX matching, which is connected to, I think it's well over 100. Ignatius can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's over 100, 120 brokers, and it can help support their their matching today. You know, we talked, obviously, about the ability to do multiple asset classes in one place, the potential to really reduce costs for the asset manager by, by doing that. So then you layer on top of that a full integration, kind of click of the button, which now exists, and you know, we're excited about what that can really bring for our, our buy-side client. You know, one of the things typically our clients in the in the front office solution are mid-sized hedge funds. Um, obviously, we have some smaller and some larger, um, and then long-only managers as well. But uh, we service a lot of of mid-sized hedge funds today, and that's really kind of historically been an area that hasn't been well served. I would say, but so the legacy solutions in the market today have proven to be too expensive for them for the volumes that some of the firms do. Obviously, larger volume clients, you know, maybe maybe a different, but firms that aren't doing huge volumes can, you know, kind of get a quote from an existing vendor and say, nah, you know, I'll, I'll keep this in-house and, you know, we'll deal with it the way we, we deal with it now, which might be emailed spreadsheets to brokers or there are sadly still faxes in the industry, but, uh, you know, that's that's going away. But their, their form of automation, maybe, you know, hitting auto print and, and sending something over or an auto fax uh, mail. So for the asset manager, their problem is kind of solved and they don't want to deal with the, the high cost of a legacy solution. But when you look at the broker side, kind of flip that on its end, they're dealing with dozens, maybe a couple hundred in aggregate clients that are all, you know, on these semi-manual or semi-automated methods. And they are facing this huge burden of dealing with that inefficiency and that cost and all the people that they need to throw at it. So we're really excited about being now able to offer this kind of integration to a, a widely adopted and increasingly widely adopted solution with a strong broker community out of the box for our sort of mid-sized clients who, again, really haven't been uh, in the realm sort of the cost of solutions today. So that's exciting to us. And, you know, that that bringing that to a, a, a broader market and helping expand automation, I think not only benefits the asset managers, but it's, it's got a significant aggregate benefit to the brokers as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Also, just to expand on what um, Matt just said, Terry, is while we have been trying to push NIFIX matching, we have experienced uh, two different categories who don't want to really go into the legacy matching services. One is what Matt had talked about, the high volume guys. They, those asset managers, they prefer not to use uh, the legacy because it's very expensive. Then the smaller uh, hedge funds, for them, the barrier of entry was cost because there's an implementation cost and there are different costs One before they can one start using the product over there. Whereas with NIFIX matching, we have got no cost at all. It's only once you go live, we start charging them. And when we start charging them after a certain period of time, so they see how it's the product is working. So that way, the barrier of entry into NIFIX matching is 
very, very low. It comes back to cost savings for the clients. And that's how we've been able to bring in a lot of the hedge fund, smaller hedge funds in. And the larger hedge funds uh, have come to us because uh, they wanted to cut down costs. Okay, right, right. Okay, and, and if, we, if we were to just kind of forward spin this discussion, kind of two-part question here. One, specific to the organization, what if uh, you could, anything else to add on what more we can expect from the integration of uh, NIFIX into Broadridge? And then also more from a broader industry perspective, how do you see this post-trade matching and fix evolving going forward. So just kind of forward spinning questions, if anyone uh, cares to postulate. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll start and talk a little bit about uh, NIFIX and activity and, and Broadridge together. And then Ignatius can comment on how he sees the industry involving or we both can. But you know, we're, as I, as I said, from the asset management perspective, we're, we're really excited about you know the ability to bring more of activity solutions. When we started looking as a company at the potential to acquire activity, we were excited about the asset management opportunities really because you know we've been talking largely about NIFIX matching today, but the NIFIX order routing network is the leading order routing network in the industry today. I think it's something like 1,700 touch points, so connection points within the industry. You know, the activity after they acquired NIFIX made significant investments in the infrastructure and the availability and resiliency of the system. So that's a, you know, a tremendous value and it's got a huge footprint and, and community using it today. There are some terrific services that are attached to that, like transaction cost analysis tools, fixed monitoring tools, things like that, that we're excited to roll out to our clients as well. So, you know, we've got some, some, some things that we're very excited about that, that we're, we're working on now. But broadly, the overall kind of, if you look outside of asset management, there's some really exciting opportunities with the acquisition of activity and, and, uh, and NIFIX that we can bring to our broker clients as well, kind of a front-to-back, bringing their front office trading platforms together with Broadridge's you know, well-established middle and, and back office solutions. So, so yeah, we're, we're, we're excited about the things that are going on, not only in asset management, uh, where there's some really sort of quick things that we can do to deliver some value for our clients, but also more broadly across Broadridge. But I'll, I'll let Ignatius comment on the, how he sees the industry evolving. Yeah, so for, for, for me, I see that the, the acquisition between Broadridge and ITVD slash NIFIX, uh, it's extremely exciting for us because Broadridge right now provides the auto management system and portfolio management system to a large client base. And that client base is something that we could tap into to provide a post-trade matching service. And that's something which I think Matt had touched on, uh, where we did the full integration into the OMS PMS product. So that way we would be able to service those clients. And so that's something that we would definitely be looking into as we go. We have already picked up one or two clients in that space, which we are really excited about. And we want to just continue picking up more clients, uh, providing a post-trade solution for those folks. Okay, gentlemen, we've covered a lot of ground here. I think this has been a comprehensive discussion. One other thing I, I like to ask at the very end, it's just about kind of closing remarks or key takeaways. If we were to consider if someone has only the last minute of this podcast to tune in, if I could ask both of you to take 15 to 30 seconds perhaps and and offer what you think might be the key takeaway or takeaways from, from this discussion. I can go first. If there is anyone out there looking for a post-trade solution, providing matching the confirmation, affirmation, 
uh, peace and you were not able to get into that space because of uh, cost or other reasons, because of lack of technology, you must explore Nifix Matching because uh, Nifix Matching provides a very comprehensive post-trade solution for multiple asset classes. So you have a single platform to solve your post-trade solutions for all asset classes. So please uh, look up for Nifix Matching. Yeah, I, I, I echo a lot of that. I think that this is an exciting time for, for the post-trade space, which is uh, sort of an ironic thing to say because it's been sort of stable for the last 20-something years. But there's opportunities available now for asset managers to really you know, assess where they are, assess the cost and efficiency, potentially merge multiple asset classes into a single solution. But yeah, it, it's, it's an interesting and exciting time right now. So we're, we're really excited about what we're able to offer to our clients now. Okay, great. I'm Terry Flanagan. This has been the Global Trading Podcast. You can find us on the Global Trading website, which is fixglobal.com. Also, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Our guest today, thank you once again to Matthew Nelson of Broadridge and Ignatius John, former president of Alpha Omega, now a Broadridge business, speaking about post-trade matching and fix. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Terry. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Thank you.